Hello, and welcome to Coffee in a Convo podcast brought to you by Jenna and Cameron. This is our first episode. Today's episode is going to be brought to you over a steaming cup of pour-over coffee made with Jamaican Me Crazy coffee beans from Flyboy Donuts. Do you want to tell us why you like the pour-over so much? Um, I like the pour-over because I got a really cute pour-over set from Cameron and Brady for my birthday. Oh my gosh, we're the best. No, but the pour-over is great. It's just like a single cup. Yeah, it's not like, too much. It's like just my one perfect cup of coffee. Right. And right. like my press or my drip makes like... 10 cups and like you don't need 10 cups for just one person right steaming cup for one okay well today we're going to talk about just about ourselves uh why we decided to do the podcast how we know each other and how we've gotten to this point so i'll just jump right in so i was born and raised in gettysburg this is cameron talking by the way might need to get our voice straight but (laughs) i was born and raised in gettysburg south dakota and for those of you who don't know, it's a really small town, about 1,200 people. The nearest Walmart is an hour away. Uh, I grew up with two younger brothers, uh, mom and dad, who both worked. Um, well, my mom worked part-time, but both worked in Gettysburg. And I grew up a block away from Jenna. And actually, she moved to Gettysburg when she was two with her family. And we really got connected because we went to the same church. So we were in Sunday school and um, like Awanas and all different church activities growing up. So yeah, I guess I'll let her talk a little bit about herself. Um, What's actually funny is my, one of my sister's baby, well actually two of my sister's babysat Mm -hmm. for you and your brothers quite often. Um, But yeah, I grew up, well since I was two, since I could remember anything, grew up in Gettysburg, South Dakota, block away from Cameron, she already covered that. (laughs) Um, I have six older sisters, I am the baby of the family, there's seven of us. Um, two older sisters who didn't live with us in Gettysburg, so it was just the five of us once we moved to Gettysburg. My dad was a high school math teacher. Um, ironically, though, we were all homeschooled. Um, pretty close, tight-knit family. Um, I don't, that's, I don't know. That's your life story. That's right, my that's life story. That's all you need to right know about there. Jenna. Homeschooled <laughs> and six sisters. There we are. Yeah. So, I remember, like, one of my fond memories of you, like, was you stealing my Polly Pockets. Well, like, okay. <laughs> okay. I couldn't, I don't, I was a typical baby of the family. I could not handle you having cooler toys than me. It was just like, it wasn't an option. <laughs> wasn't an option. Like, I had. Okay, pause. But the funny thing is, is your mom raised you, like, so much better than that. Like, if she would have known oh, you yeah. were stealing those, you would have oh, yeah. in so much so trouble. So much trouble. But no, I had, like, a thousand, to- like, I had so many more toys than you, I remember as a child, but you had this little tiki bar, Polly Pocket set, and I couldn't handle it, you had it, and I didn't, so even though I had like 20 sets and you only had like five, I stole it, I never gave it back, it's probably still sitting up in my toy closet Oh my gosh, it's so horrible, we should go back and try to find it. That would be hilarious, it's probably still there, to be completely honest. Do you remember that one time that we decided to chase Santa? Um, Like all around town? We literally made... (laughs) homemade i was like it was like this like weird granola stuff with carrots in it i remember like reindeer feed uh your mom probably like came up with the recipe she probably did honestly that was things that she did like she was she should she probably could have invented pinterest had someone not beat her to the punch yeah probably (laughs) oh man but like 
in the summers in the morning. You get sent out in the morning, and right. then you, if you were hungry, you would come back for lunch at the 12 o'clock whistle. Wait, get, like, our town literally blew a whistle at 12 o'clock to let the whole town know it was 12 o'clock. Like, I, I don't, don't know, know why. What is the purpose of the 12 o'clock I have whistle? no idea. It's I honestly still, don't know. It still happens to this day. It still happens, yeah. And yeah. then you get sent back out in the afternoon, and then you get... You, would, you knew it was time to come home when the 6 o'clock whistle blew. And then, and that was it. That was and it. if my parents were looking for me, they would first call Cameron's house. And if we weren't there, they would call the pool. And that was were the only two options of where we were. And if you weren't there, you were dead on the side of the road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was obviously where you were. Oh my gosh. I still have your number memorized to this day. Are you serious? Yeah, okay, so tell me if it's right. It's 765 Two one six. No, that's mine. Two seven three eight. Two seven three eight. Yeah. No. Seriously, oh that's gosh. it. That's wild. Okay, guys, go call that number right now, and you get to talk to Jenna's mom. Just kidding. They no, don't. Be, you don't. We don't even have a landline anymore. Do you guys landline. still have your number? Your yeah. Landline? Yeah. Do you remember mine? Well, you just said it, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember. Well, at least that part of it. I okay. Seven six five. Two one six five. Yeah, I also remember because then when Malia got a cell phone, Malia's one of the sisters who used to babysit them. Her number was two one zero three. Oh, at the end, and I just remembered like they're like, both starting oh, wow. with two so one. Close. The two numbers I need to know. Right, exactly. Pretty much the only two people that you ever have to get a hold of. Well, I guess that's kind of a little bit of our childhood, growing up small town, typical small town. A few things that maybe you didn't know were quite so bizarre. Growing up in a small town. Um, high school was pretty chill. I feel like we were like, really close through high school, yeah. honestly. I don't we think. had a really good friend group. We had a really solid friend group. Um, solid solid Christians. We I feel like we were having like talks like 30-year-olds when we were like 16, honestly. Right. Like big life questions. We're like, why are we thinking about this yeah, right now, right. honestly? We always had big dreams. That's true. Like, I remember we always dreamed big. Which... I mean, you'll find out here in a little bit what we've done with our lives so far. Right. At I'm the ripe age right. of 21. At the ripe age of 21. Jenna just turned 21. She, yeah. She just joined the 2-1 club. club. The 2-1 club. She can make a good Moscow meal. I can make a good Moscow meal. <laughs> um, so anyways, why we decided to make the podcast. Yeah. Move on and talk about that a little bit. Um, so I've been working in Sioux Falls. I got, uh, I work in Brookings. So I go to school at, in Brookings. I'll talk about that in a little bit, but I go to school in Brookings and then I also got a job in Sioux Falls. And so on the weekends, I oftentimes will work two days in a row, or even if I don't, lots of times I stay with Jenna cause she has an apartment here and we just catch up, eat good food, talk, mainly talk. That's kind of what led to this is we are having these like deep conversations about life and getting super worked up. I mean, we obviously, not obviously, but we both have the same views on a lot of things. And so we would just get super passionate and just like feed each other. And we're like, oh my gosh, someone needs to hear us. Like someone needs to hear our voice, hear what we're talking about, our view and just, yeah, just our point of view, our knowledge. <laughs> you could call I it feel that. Like, I feel like also a lot of, a lot of the reason I wanted to do the podcast was I kind of wanted to let other people in our generation know and also other people and older generations know that not everybody, like, falls into, like, the stereotypical, what are we, Gen X? Gen Z. Gen Z. Z. That not everyone. We're not millennials. We're not millennials. We missed the cut by, like, three years, right? I don't know something like that. I get so mad when we're called millennials. But anyway, I just kind of, like, part of me was like, okay, so for people our age who are like-minded, I want them to know they're not alone. Mm -hmm. And for people who are older, I want them to know that there are still some good eggs left in the world. (laughs) 
We're the good eggs. We're folks. the good eggs. At least I like to think so. Not yeah. being not trying to be too narcissistic here or anything. But I like not even not even that we have like all this knowledge and wisdom. I mean, I feel like we do have a fair bit. We've each lived a fair bit of life and we'll get into some more serious topics as well, uh, along with the lighthearted ones too, but um I feel like a lot of it too is that we have a lot of questions. So I don't know, just opening up like the floor to to you know, to have the conversation open, I feel is really important too. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like being a Christian in today's day and age, it's like, okay, well, I don't know if this is black and white. Should it be black and white? Is this a gray area? Like, right. is it okay that I don't have this figured out right now? Is it okay that I'm questioning this? And I don't know. That's a big reason that I wanted to do it Yeah, for not so much the things that we had solid opinions on, but also to open up the conversation to all of you for the things that we didn't have solid opinions on. Right. Because I do feel like a lot a lot of what we get thrown at us is just one it's just one side. You never really hear right. the other side of it. Right. Um, which I don't want to like say too much right now because obviously right. we're gonna have specific right. topics over things. But yeah, yeah, that really is that's really it. Um yeah, so I guess we can Jenna, do you want to talk about what you did after high school? Yeah, of course. It was so long ago. So much has happened. What? It was like three three years? Three years? Is it bad that I can't oh remember gosh. when I graduated? We would have been 18. It was 2016, right? Yeah. That was our graduating Yeah, we, gr- okay. we graduated in 18. Um, yeah, so we graduated in 2016, and I decided... Honestly, camera kind of led me into it, and then she ended up not going, which is actually kind of ironic, and I think, honestly, a God thing, to be completely mm-hmm. honest, because if I hadn't had her there with me for the first few steps of the way, I don't think I would have gotten there, but I think that it was really me- I was really meant to go through the experience. So that's super interesting, just the way that God works in that way, but what I am talking about is I went to Europe for six months. So after I graduated high school... In the spring, I spent the summer and the fall working and saving money. And then that January following, I went to Biarritz, France. It is on the coast. And I did three months of schooling and training and Bible study. And then I did three months of backpacking outreach to, what was it, nine different countries, I want to say. All over Europe, just witnessing and doing volunteer work, helping a little bit with the refugee crisis. And, um, that was a super amazing experience. And then after that I came back and I spent the, I came back in June and I spent that summer just catching up with everybody, talking about my experiences. Then that fall I worked again, saved up money, went to Sioux Falls and I've been in Sioux Falls for a year and eight months, um, working at the buckle and that kind of catches us up to now. Obviously that's the very surface topic yes. I'm at the very surface overlie of um, what I've been doing but yeah for those that don't know what is the buckle the buckle oh for those that don't know <laughs> do what you work is at the a, buckle do you work at the seat buckle like do you make seat buckles for cars oh my gosh oh my LOL <laughs> Cameron you are so funny <laughs> okay um, I'm just saying like say you are, my grandma's listening to this she's probably gonna have no idea what that is yeah that's true okay <laughs> so the buckle is a clothing store in the mall um yeah, that's all it is. It's just a, it's a clothing store. It's a trendy, trendy clothing store. With we don't, honestly don't carry as much what like very much Western stuff anymore, which I think a lot of people think that we still do. But anyway, I'm the freight coordinator, so if you go there, you won't see me because I'm hiding in the back because I don't really like people. But no, I'm just but she but she likes I love to people. Talk. I she love people. To talk. But I don't I don't like people. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. I mean, 
Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the Somewhere middle. Somewhere in the middle. As we all are. Um, oh, and also I was going to ask, what is, like, one of... I think it would be really hard to pick one. But, like, what is one thing or one memory you'd like to share about, like, what happened in Europe? Like, one of the most um, memorable... I can't say Memorable. Memorable. Um, okay, I'm going to pick two, and I'll go over them really quick. No, that's So, fine. You... as a, like, touristy, adventurous side of things... Um, my favorite memory on that, in that aspect, was our off day in Rome. Mm. Our off day in Rome was by far the dreamiest day I can remember today. I was in this, like, cute little dress. I know, that's like, it feels so superficial now that I'm saying it, but, like, the dress was really Was it the white one it. with the flowers? Yeah, the white the one with the flowers. Go back and creep her Instagram. Uh, and then you'll see me slurping noodles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we rented bikes. And we just rode these bikes all over Rome. Like, oh, it was just so beautiful. Like, around, along, like, the river walk and back through these, like, residential back roads. And there was just people, like, shouting in Italian. And I swear that whole town smells like fresh bread. It's just mm-hmm. wild. And then um, we went to um, the Sistine Chapel. And that was super amazing. I just, like, oh, I couldn't, f- like, fathom how beautiful it was. Um, and then we ended the night with getting, um, gelato by the Trevi Fountain, and then we went to this little hole in the wall, um, Italian pizzeria, and we sat out on the patio, and the sun was setting behind the Coliseum, and I was sitting there, and I was eating Chef's Choice pasta, and it was just the dreamiest moment, (laughs) like, the dreamiest day, like, I am like, I can't believe I'm living this life, this is incredible. So that, as far as, like, adventure touristy side of things, that was my favorite memory. Um, as far as um, outreach side of it, reaching people, um, my favorite memory would have to be being in Greece, working with the refugee crisis. That was, that was very eye-opening. It was very heartbreaking. It, every day you kind of felt like you went through an emotional blender. But it was also very rewarding, too, because we would go down by um, the docks and there was this place that the bus would come from the refugee camp and all of these people from like adults that had to leave their families behind to like little children would just like hang out in this park because um, a lot of them didn't have a lot of money left or didn't have a lot of resources left because they really literally sold everything and gave up everything to be able to um, get across the water from Turkey. Most of them were um, Turkish immigrants and, um, you know, fleeing for their lives or various things and just had, you know, the few of them that could speak English, they just had heart-wrenching stories. And then, um, what was really cool to me though, even more than hearing the amazing stories was the people and the children that couldn't speak English, they still just wanted to be around you. And, and that was so cool to me. They just like wanted to play soccer with you or they just wanted to, you know, the girls would want to jump rope. And so a lot of times we went to the corner, like dollar general store or whatever there in the um, little Greece community we were in. And we like bought jump ropes and, um, chalk while this was supposed to be short and it's not turning out short at all. But, and we bought like chalk and like a few different soccer balls and stuff. And we just went down there like every day for a week 
and just hung out with people and the people that did speak a little bit of English, we would speak kind of broken English back and forth or we would pull out, you know, our Google Translate and have text <laughs> and conversations back and forth. And, um, and that was just, that was just, that was a very rewarding, amazing time. So those would be my top two. That's awesome. Experiences. No, I'm glad you, I actually hadn't heard, I mean, I'd heard the Rome one, but I hadn't heard the second one. So yeah. that was super interesting for me too. Um, okay, so um, right after high school, I actually was supposed to go with Jenna, funny story, to funny Europe. Story. <laughs> well, neither of us could really figure out what we wanted to do after high school. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, I'm going here, and I'm going to get a major in this, and... I feel like the biggest part was that, like, we didn't want to be like everyone else. I That's feel like true. that was, like, the biggest thing for us is, like, we don't just want to do what everyone else did. Right, and I did not want to go to in-state college. Right. Like, at all. Like, we wanted to move to New York City, and... I don't even know what we wanted to do there. We just wanted to be in New York City. We just, like, wanted to do something different. Yeah, we're like, we just need to do something different. Um, I have no idea how I figured... I think someone from church, Bob Westfall, maybe, actually, told me about YWAM. I don't know. Yeah, because so, he actually has a niece that went to right, the YWAM program right. in Kona. That's so, so funny, yeah. Yeah, so I think... Okay, so anyways, talked about it, and I went on, and I did some research on it, pitched the one in France, because I wanted to go to Europe. <laughs> so, so selfish of me. <laughs> This is where I'm going to go help you, God, just here, Europe. Okay. Um, and then, I don't know exactly what happened. I got accepted to it, and then I think you got accepted shortly after me. Yeah. I don't know how you decided to do it. Like, did you, how long did you wait to decide after I? Um, I was kind of just like, it was kind of in the back of my mind. Like, you were telling me you were doing it. I'm like, I'm like oh, okay. And it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, it's not really going to happen. Like, six months in Europe, how is that even a possibility? Right. And then all of a sudden, you're like, I got accepted. I'm emailing Leah, who was, like, the director of the school at the time. Yeah. Which she still is. But, um, and you're just like, she's like, I've been emailing Leah, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? Like, this is actually happening? This is a thing? Like, yeah. And you, you still didn't know what you were doing at right. that point. I, and I wasn't doing anything else. And we literally had graduated right. at this point, right? Yeah. Like, we still did not know what we were doing at that yeah. point. It was, like, that summer. Yeah. And I remember, honestly, on graduation Sunday, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, 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 no. But um, on graduation Sunday, we both got up. And I think at this point, you had, you were, like, in the process of, like, emailing back and forth, kind of, like, f- like feeling out the waters, oh, right? Oh, okay, right. And I remember both of us, like, getting up on graduation Sunday, like, we're supposed to be telling them what we're doing with our lives. We don't know what we're doing with our yeah. lives. What, what are we supposed to tell these people? And you're, and, like, I remember you shared before I did, and you're like, so I'm going to Europe and taking a gap year and doing this, like, backpacking trip, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, shoot, if she's not even accepted yet and she's, like, say, telling people she's going to Europe, I'll do the same thing. Oh, my God. Me hadn't even been in contact with Leah You're joking. at all. I'm like, I'm doing the same thing. I'm taking a gap year. Was that- I'm going to go backpacking in Europe. <laughs> Was your mom surprised around your answer? She's like, I think she's just like, okay. <laughs> she's, her, her family sits in the very front row. Her mom was like, oh. This all right, news to me. All like, right, okay. I mean, like we had kind of talked about. Okay. I'm just like, this is what I'm doing now. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Um, okay, so I don't know exactly when I started to be feel like not good about the whole situation. Which because I've always wanted to travel. I've always, I still want to travel. I want to go to every single country in the entire universe. But um, I don't know exactly what time I started to feel literally sick to my stomach about the whole thing. Um, but I do know that we went in. Was it October? To Chicago? Yeah. We went, so we were supposed to leave, was that very end of December, early January? Yeah. I think we booked our tickets for the end of yeah. December. Like, yeah, literally so we had, New Year's Eve. So we had already booked our tickets. Uh, like, I remember I spent like $1,000 on mine. And yeah. I did not get that money back. Um, so, I have an FTC next to me, though. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Oh. 
Okay, that's really sad. No, oh, it was nice. I got to take a nap. That's true. Wow. Wow. Okay. It, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, I should have still have just gone and then just like made a week of it and come back. Well, you 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 booked a round trip ticket. Oh, like six months right, apart. Right, right. Okay, obviously. So anyways, we went in Chicago to Chicago because we had to go to the... Embassy. embassy the French thing. embassy. Yeah. yeah, we had to go to the embassy and we had to get our visas. Um, Yeah, so that was in October and I was still... Well, I wasn't like down. Like I was... At that point, had I said anything to you? I don't think I had. No, you hadn't. It was like towards the end of football season. Honestly, it was like November. I remember we were like sitting in Pearl. Pearl is her car. And you were like, hey, I have something to tell you. I remember you. this too. You were like, so I've been like talking to my mom and like, you know, whatever. And I don't think I'm going to go to Europe. And I was like, cool. Was that the first time that you had any idea? Yeah. And you're like, it's not for sure yet. Like I haven't like told Lee or anything and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. Okay. So what's actually really cool. I'm just going to interrupt you again. No, but, um, I was later, like when I was in France, I was actually talking to a few of the leaders there about it. And, like, the week before you had told me that you, like, were thinking for sure that you weren't going to go anymore, they had been praying, like, in their intercession groups that um, that only the people who were meant to go to the school would end up going. Really? Like, and I guess then, like, at the end of that week, right around the same time that you emailed and said that you weren't going to be going anymore, like, five other people also <gasps> dropped out. No way. So I just think that that's really cool, too. Okay, that's that, like, super cool. That, I don't know. God's just, like, just, like, I don't know. We have the Holy Spirit in us, and obviously he makes us feel certain ways, right. and he makes it known what his will is. Oh, I just and got, we, okay. You know, Holy Spirit chills. I just got Holy Spirit chills. Yeah. But, I don't know. I Ooh. just think that that's really cool, that... You know, maybe you spending a thousand dollars buying a plane ticket and going to Chicago. He was like, "I need Jenna there if this is what it's gonna take to get her there." You're welcome. Yeah. I literally gave you a thousand dollars. Yeah, I gave seriously. you a sleeping spot on the plane. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I remember that trip to Chicago. I don't know if Jenna remembers any of this, but I was literally just like sick to my stomach the whole time. I slept all the way like to Chicago and all the way back. And Jenna was like visiting with, so my parents went and then her mom went and then her and I. So there was five of us. Yeah, five of us. Um, and Jenna was, like, visiting with them and telling them, like, she was, like, excited about it, talking about different people that she'd, like, kind of met through Facebook already and, like, the Facebook group message and all this stuff. And I remember, like, being – Yeah, I remember feeling so <laughs> sick the entire time. Like, anytime I thought about leaving for six months, I was, like, so sick. And I remember sleeping and I'd have, like, these dreams. And it was, like, really, really scary, honestly. It was just, like – depression it was it was horrible and so anxious like I think I lost a lot of weight during that time um I didn't eat I cried I didn't sleep I it was not good so I remember I actually went and saw a counselor around that time because I was like okay I need to get this under control before I leave like because I honestly for a while thought that I was just like being a baby or like I didn't really think it had anything to do with going Mm -hmm. like I just thought it was like mm, like like, I need to get my emotions in check. I need to deal with this right, before. I need to get this medicated or something. Yeah, like, I need to get this dealt with before I leave the country. And, um, so, around that time, yeah, I went and saw a counselor. And I remember her being like, hey, maybe, like, did you ever think maybe this is God telling you not to go? And I was like, no. <laughs> like, Unreal. Like, he wouldn't I, do that. Yeah, like, God wants me to go to Europe. Like, I bought my plane ticket and all this stuff. And she was like, and I remember what she said was... You have to think of God like a father. Like, yeah, fathers are going to push you outside your limits and all that stuff. 
but also like he's there to like hold you and if you're going through this much pain and this much like stuff and like everything she's like maybe like you're not supposed to go like god isn't gonna make you like yeah god puts stuff on your heart and sometimes it's gonna be hard to say like yes to god but like this much stuff happening maybe it's god saying no like take a step back right like you know what i mean he's not like it just my circumstances i'm not speaking for everybody but like with my circumstances and i was just like and i got like when she said that i remember feeling like this wash of relief over me it was like someone pouring a bucket of water over me like it was just like unreal and i remember leaving because i think i must have drove to pier or something i remember leaving her office and calling my mom and being like mom i don't have to go right and it was like i don't really know how long it was i mean it was probably at least a month until i for sure like told you or even decided not to but so that was like kind of leading up to that um and i think we were definitely kind of rocky for a while it was more of like kind of just like walking on like eggshells around each other at least for me because I felt so bad about the whole situation but also like like I didn't know what to say you know what I mean and at this time I had been dating my now husband for almost a year and I think that like I know my mom and I know like a couple people from like the class I graduated said that they thought I was just too much of a baby to leave because they thought that like I didn't want to leave Brady so I don't know I mean I definitely felt like people probably were like thinking that you know what I mean right so I know I think I think for me I mean wow this is just turning into like a real open conversation but (laughs) um I think for me even like in I don't think like consciously I thought this but I think in like my subconscious mind I was like she chose Brady over me Mm. and like even though that I knew that wasn't it because I mean we had known each other for how long and I knew the stuff that you had gone through and right a b and c but I think that even in the back of my mind I was thinking she chose Brady over me yeah <gasps> how rude but you know <laughs> now thinking back I don't think that was it at all I think it was God's divine plan right because I was like literally sick for like right. four months like nauseous when I woke up nauseous when I went to bed like it was right. It was awful. Yeah. God can do crazy stuff, people. Sure can. Um, yeah. And so then you left, um, end of December. I remember, oh my gosh, this is so funny. I don't remember what it was, but I remember I needed something. It was probably about halfway through your trip. Oh my gosh, yeah. I remember What this. was it? I don't remember. Um, you needed, you needed, um, cupcake sleeves. You needed the yeah. little cupcake papers. And I was actually at, like, the local, what was it called? It was called, like, decath something i don't know some french like like dick sporting goods okay like a french version of dick sporting goods and we were there picking out um picking out um what was it i have no idea i don't know i wasn't there <laughs> like snow gear there we go we were going up we were going up to the mountains to i don't know what what that week was we were going up to the mountains or something and um we were all going to get like warm gear because all of us were like we're going to the coast like Like, none of us had anything like whatsoever prepared so we were getting like beanies and gloves and boots and stuff anyway and i was just like shopping and i had this travel pass and i would only turn it on like every other week so that i could get you know calls and texts internationally or whatever and all of a sudden, I looked down, and I had it on for some reason. Don't remember why. Maybe it's because we were going out of town the next day, and we had to leave our phones behind. And so I was, like, calling my parents or something. I don't know. But all of a sudden, she's like, Cameron Ducker's calling. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. And so I answer, and she's like, 
what? You answered. And I'm like, yeah, I answered. <laughs> and she literally, no one else was home. And she went into my house and went into my mom's like cake decorating shelves. And I was like explaining to her where the cupcake sleeves were. And I don't know why you need a cupcake sleeves. I don't but either. But I remember like, no, I remember I think I had tried to get a hold of like, I don't know if I couldn't get them like if like the store was closed. But I remember like I was like Jenna's my last hope, and so I like called and I was like she came in clutch, like she came however in far away. Um, yeah, I mean we talked some throughout all of that. I remember though, like when you got back, I was really nervous. I didn't see you the first night you got back, so I was so nervous to see you when you first got back to the states. You weren't in my little bandwagon of welcome home people. No, because they oh. went over to see you like at Shane's, I think. Right? Yeah, well, they were waiting for me, like, outside my house. And I didn't. I think I got, like, home a little bit later that night or something, and I was so nervous I didn't mm. go over there. Because I was just, like... Because, like, we had kind of talked while you were over there, and I think we kind of made it seem like things were good. And I... Like, we right. think we both knew things were good, but I was just, like... I still felt bad. Like, I was just, like, oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Right. But I saw you the next day, and you were, like, a golden goddess. I saw you in Langer's Family I was Foods. so tan. You, <laughs> I was, like, oh, my gosh. And I had just got done hiking, so I had, like, leg muscles of, yeah. like, steel. It was oh amazing. Um, yeah. I don't know where I was going with all of this. So, why don't you say, why don't you tell them a little bit about what you did here back in the States while I was off, you know, adventuring and stuff. Oh, wow. I just worked. Just worked. And took some, okay, so I worked, well, obviously we both worked during that fall semester before we were supposed right. to go. And then during the spring semester when Jenna was gone... Um, which first off, why do we call it the spring semester when it's literally a raging blizzard? <laughs> like literally when I, when I go apply for my classes online for the next semester, it's spring semester. No. Like frozen tundra frozen semester. Frozen tundra semester. Yeah. Like April, there's still a snowstorm guys. Um, we could have it worse because I'm in Canada, I guess. That's true. But yeah. So then I actually decided to take some classes. I took, uh, like two or three online classes and I worked at a new restaurant that was in town. Um, and during this time, I guess Brady and I got to be really close because all of my friends were gone to college. Jenna was gone. Um, my whole life had just kind of been turned upside down and then back up. I don't know. It was just kind of crazy. And so he was kind of like my rock through it all. And actually, um, th- so we had been dating for about a year come that spring semester. But about six months before that in the summer... Right after we graduated, uh, I remember Brady and I having the conversation, like, we're going to marry each other. So, I don't know. That was, it was probably good for us. Like, we just grew closer um, and all of that. And then at some point, I don't remember what it was, but at some point I decided that I was going to go to a state college, um, South Dakota State University, which is hilarious because I always said I was never going to a state college. But once I realized how much tuition was, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. In regards to money, we we have have no no money. money. Still true. Always will. I mean, maybe it won't be someday, but someday probably. Um, and I had always been super passionate about fashion, so I there's actually if there's a fashion program there, and I remember what really drew me in, <laughs> New York City. You still drew me in is that um they had a deal with FIT Fit in um, New York City, which if any of you know what that is, knows it's a really big college and like that like big fashion designers and um people who make it in the fashion industry lots of times go to that college. And so that it's actually, I mean, it's not say easy, but like you can actually like get in. Like there's so many people you're competing with to get into that college when you just submit your application. But if you go to SDSU and then go to FIT through SDSU, it's like doable. We actually just had a girl go there um, last semester. So I remember that's really what drew me in. 
And so I enrolled there. I took my online classes, decided to go there in um, 2017. And yeah, then that kind of brings us to summer. And then Jenna got back and we just kind of... The time of our lives. Yeah, we went on a friendship. Like There was like six or something of us. Which, man, we should honestly do a podcast episode about that friends trip with some like guests. Guest stars. Guest stars because that friends trip (laughs) was wild. You guys, it was... That whole summer was wild, but especially that friends trip, like... Oh my goodness. It, we were living our best and worst lives oh, all at the same time. Right. Yeah. We never had enough snacks. Gage no. Weller, I'm sorry if you're going to like sue me for mentioning you on our podcast, but Gage Weller and your husband, Brady <laughs> Swear, literally... Who was not my husband yet. At who the time. wasn't your husband yet. I just remember like when they were hungry... Gage turned into, like, a raging psychopath. Like, and Brady just, like, sulked around whining about how hungry he was. He still does that. He still does that to this day. I'm hungry. What am I supposed to eat? I just remember being, like, come up to me like, babe, I'm hungry. And I was like, like oh, my gosh. Mad? Are you joking me right now? Like, what is wrong with you? That was crazy. Yeah, so then there was that. And then, then I started. When did you move to Sioux Falls? I moved to Sioux Falls um, <clears throat> beginning of December. Okay, after so you I got back. you were still so we all went to school, and then I was still at home working at the lodge. Yeah, yeah. Which is was that kind of hard with no one there? Um, yeah, honestly, it was because um, I mean there was a few people that were still there that I kind of counted on to be there for me. Yeah, which was really hard. I think that I think that going back, like coming back, they kind of prepared you in debrief week back in France they're like okay now when you get back and like you get done catching up with everyone and blah 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 and you settle back into regular life like it's gonna be hard and I'm like no 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 I have people I have people to support me there blah 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 blah. I just remember thinking that I was gonna be invincible and I surely was not (laughs) um so yeah it honestly it was it was pretty hard. I mean, I think it, because it was just hard for me being there with all you guys gone. Right. Like, my whole class was gone. Right. Honestly, I got so close to my mom. Mm-mm, yeah. That fall. Like, crazy, crazy close. Um, yeah. It, it was pretty hard. I would honestly say, though, because at least during, like, that fall time, I had, um, I had my mom to support me, and I, like, kept really busy because I was just, like, working my butt off to save money to move, but I honestly think that the year following, my first year in Sioux Falls, was, like, brutal. It was a lot harder than that. was a lot harder than that. It was, it was really hard because... So, like, December to December, about, like, for Probably, yeah. Like, December to December, it was just, it was, it was pretty rough. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so during that time, I started school at SDSU. I moved into a dorm and, yeah, had a roommate, did classes, got a job. Gained your freshman 15. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh, I did! <laughs> I think I did gain about 15 pounds. I lost it, though. It's okay, guys. It's okay. I'm slim and fit as ever. No, I'm just kidding. But not as fit as ever. I was the most fit when I went to Europe, which I'm now going to be getting to soon. So, um... Oh my gosh, I'm at the point where Brady and I got engaged. That was December, so the first semester. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the first sem- had the first semester, and so we were coming up on, is it two? We dated for two and a half years before we got married, so two years. Yeah. Can we have a six-month engagement? Yeah. 
that's the way you should do it, folks. No, I'm just kidding. You can do however you want. Um, but, so, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, we had dated for two years. We had talked about actually getting married for a year and a half at this point. And we were like, yeah, people are going to stare at us. We're going to be odd, but we're going to do it. So, I knew, because we had talked about the fact that we only wanted, like, a six-month engagement. We would want to get married, like, kind of before the next school year type thing. So he knew I didn't want, I was kind of demanding, (laughs) you need to propose like this time. So we have this much time to play in the wedding. Not exactly, but, but I mean, but kind of, (laughs) so we actually went and looked at rings, October, November, maybe. And I picked out a ring, a cheap ring because we're broke. (laughs) In regard to money. We We have have no no money. money. (laughs) It's really beautiful, but it wasn't a lot. Um, I still love it. Um, so yeah, we went and looked at rings and yeah, I didn't know that he had purchased the ring. Actually, he told me when he got it and it was like, I don't know. It was just funny. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, like that's what you were doing that day when you told me you were doing right. this. Like what? You lied. You lied. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was actually over Christmas break. So we were home from school and we, uh, quick, fast, fast version of the engagement story. Um, it was after Christmas, because I kind of thought, you know, he'd do the typical, open up a box, it's in the present, will you marry me? Um, it was a few days after Christmas, and I actually was thinking, because he, I had made a few references, like, mm, like, is it going to happen? And he was like, no, Cameron, like, I don't even have the ring yet. And, like, he, And you were like, hold up. I was like, six months. I was like, this isn't our plan! <laughs> so I, I thought it was going to happen in January. Like, I still thought it was coming soon. Um... Which is funny because a lot of people, like, when we announced it, they're like, oh, my gosh, what? You're getting married? And I was like, this has been the plan for, like, a year and a half, right. you guys. Like, what is wrong with you? Um, so he, we went out to supper, and the whole time at supper, I thought he was a little bit weird. Um, he was just quiet and, like, eating his food, and usually he's talkative. And he seemed shy, and which he will say, he will say, I was not nervous at all. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, to this day, he's like, no, I was not. But that's my side of the story, and I'm sticking to it. So then he's like, do you want to like drive down to the river? And you guys keep in mind, it is December. Oh my gosh. I can't remember when I got engaged. I think it was the 27th, December 27th or 28th. And Instagram. Yeah. Look at my Instagram. Okay. I'm doing it. Jenna's looking it up. So we'll have some, we'll be able to tell you in a second. Hardcore proof. Keep going. Okay. So, um, he's like, yeah, do you want to drive down to the river? And I was like, Sure. Like, I guess so. Like, it is a frozen block of ice right now, but, okay. Sure like, I guess we have more time to talk. It's not like we don't have a 25-minute drive back to town, but whatever. So, we sat out there, and we talked for a while, and he gave me my Christmas present, because we hadn't exchanged Christmas presents yet, and I was like, this is when it's going to happen. It's happening right now, and I opened it up, and actually, it was a case for my camera, and... Which I helped pick <laughs> yes, out. Yes, you did. Yeah. I, I still have it. I actually have it with me, like, right now. Um, it is beautiful. And it has all these little pockets and stuff in it for, like, equipment and um, memory cards and stuff. So I was, like, looking through all the pockets, right? And I was like, where's the ring? Where's it at? Where's it at? No ring. What's it say? December 28th. But is that when I posted okay. it? OMG, I posted it a day married. after. Last night, this cutie asked me to marry him. Oh, yep, so it was the 27th. The 27th. Good news. Okay, December 27th. And so, anyways, just so the story, there was no ring. And then he's like, oh, one second. There's one more present for you in the trunk. He's like, do you want to come out and look at it? Or come out and, like, get it with me? And I was like, sure. And at this point, I was kind of like, 
like I well I'll, wait 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 back up I'm really bad at telling stories back up right before this um after I put my present I told him I was like you know you will not believe what I thought was gonna happen tonight and he's like what I was like I thought you were gonna ask me to marry you I was like but I feel so silly because like you didn't like I thought you were acting weird but clearly you weren't like whatever all this stuff and then he's like well he's like that's like really funny he's like because I actually don't have the ring yet and like all this stuff and then he's like oh my gosh but I forgot something in the trunk like do you want to come out there with me I was like sure and it's like negative 20 degrees outside probably right now right so I like go out to the back of the trunk with him why didn't I say no you bring it to me like I don't know and he pulls out (laughs) yeah and he pulls he opens the trunk and it's just like this black dark thing in there I'm kind of like looking in and he pulls out something and I could tell it was small and I was like is it a box? No, it's not a box. No, he doesn't have the ring. It's not a box. And all of a sudden, he, like, starts to get down on his knee. And I was, like, screaming. And he opens up the box. And, oh, I can't remember exactly what he said. But I think he said, Cameron Faith Decker, like, will you marry me? Or he probably said something cute right before that. But I remember being so excited that I, like, slipped on the ice. I don't know if I completely slipped or if I literally just fell to the ground. Like, I get super dramatic when I'm excited. Oh, yeah, you get so dramatic. Yeah, That's I was literally... Like a gum incident of a CDRC. <laughs> we need to tell that story. But oh. um, I was literally on the ground. And then at some point, we got the ring on and all this stuff. And then we went back and told his parents, told my parents, which both already knew because he asked for permission, told his parents before Obviously he left. Obviously texted her girl gang. Yeah. And then I called all my family and was like, I'm getting married. And they're like, you're 19. And I'm like... Oh well, <laughs> and and yeah, well, we're we're just okay. Yeah, what's this matter? And I remember tell, being like deciding that night, like we we're gonna get married in July, and telling like people, yeah, we're gonna get married in July, and they're like, wait, like of twenty eighteen? You mean like of like twenty twenty or like twenty nineteen? I'm like, no, like this July, we're getting married like this July. Bada bing, bada boom. Like in six months, we are going to be doing like getting married, <laughs> like doing the thing, doing the thing. Signing the papers. Um, wow, this turned into a really long story. But Welcome. then at some point that year, we decided to study abroad. During that spring semester, we signed up for a study abroad. And so we lived in Manchester, England. Uh, we left about a month after we got married. And we went to like around 11 or 12 countries. While we were there, we were gone like every weekend. We were in a, like a new place, um, which... I'm just going to say, like, it was not the honeymoon phase at all. That three and a half months of travel, if you guys have ever traveled a lot in a short amount of time in foreign countries like Jenna, Jenna's yeah. like, yeah, it is not fun. And you are tired, and you are hangry, and you are upset. Ankles, man. Oh. Every airplane ride, my feet would swell up like a balloon. Oh. And, yep. Yeah. I remember one time my eardrum, like, started to, it started to do some weird stuff. And I was like, Brady, like, I think the plane's about to crash like there's something weird happening the air pressure in here like I was like it hurts I was like give me the oxygen I was like something's happening we're about to go down and he's like it's not happening to me and I was like looking around I was like why is no one else's ear about to because it's long. um but yeah so it was great crazy we had a pet mouse in our apartment we had like black mold everywhere like above where we slept on the ground oh, it was the worst apartment I've ever stayed in Airbnb, hotel, everything, anything I have ever stayed in my entire life. I'd rather sleep in a tent than that thing. It was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. And then we moved back to Brookings after, well, Christmas break, and then we moved back to Brookings, got an apartment, and now we've been living in Brookings for, I don't know, I'm not going to do the math, probably about eight months or something. And I started that job in 
like April, March. Yeah. So that leads your, us to your primp job. Yeah, my yeah. primp job. That so, led you to Sioux Falls. And that led me on to the you. Couch. That led us back together. Oh man. So, yeah. That's kind of that. That's us. That's where we're at. And that's what we're going with. So we have lots of good stuff coming. We wrote down about we have like thirty different ideas. Yeah. When we finally got together and um, and kind of came up with a game plan for our podcast. We thought, at least I thought, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're never going to come be able to come up with a good enough ideas to stay consistent and blah, 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 blah. And then we got together and we kind of, we do this thing where we bounce off each other. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it's so hard. And, um, and all of a sudden, we were just writing down ideas and she had her notes out and she was making, you know, spreadsheets and I don't even know what. <laughs> and I had my notebook out. I'm like, oh yeah, this is good. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. And then, yeah, at the end of it, we're like... Oh, and we have, like, 40 ideas. Okay, cool. We have enough for a whole year. <laughs> Amazing. But. but, yeah, so that is where we are at. So, stay posted. Keep listening to us. We're going to be coming out once a week. So, yeah. We're going to be coming out once a week with a new topic. Um, um, if you haven't read our Instagram post, our podcast is going to be on all things lifestyle. So, um, I feel like we both can touch on this. We're very passionate about, um, just living to the best of your ability, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. Physically. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be anything from fashion to eating healthy, what our workout regimes look like, um, skincare, hair care, you know, what vitamins we take to the different health issues that each of us have. Um, just really a broad spectrum of things. There's going to be some funny ones in there. Um, you know, just like things like crazy things that guys have said to us or, oh or my, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be you a doozy. Not, you will not believe the things people think it's okay to say to you. Yeah. Just like, like alpha. I'm like, wait a second. Did you just, did you just say that right now? Did, did that sound okay coming out of your mouth? <laughs> yeah, like, but, um, and some tried it episodes. So we're going to walk you guys through a week of once a month. We're going to walk you through a week of, we tried this out for a week. This is how it happened. This is how it went down. Um, so yeah, a lot of exciting things coming. We're excited. We hope that you're excited. Mm-hmm. We hope that you've enjoyed getting to know us a little bit. I've literally been like grinning through this whole Like I mean, I, This is so like, much fun. We're hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else is going to Hope everyone else thinks so. But, but. Uh, yeah. yeah. Can't, Can't wait, wait for you to join us next week. week. <laughs> Another <laughs> episode of Coffee and a, and a Combo. combo.